0: BLOB TALK RADIO
1: from enslaved Africans. Uh, People use words to confuse the how house trapped again. Our lineage is deep than the challenger. Uh, our family. With the heritage like African American is not yeah. African, but listen to me, I'ma have you black as pumping up your fist and using pixel fiction after I like to give respect to Mhotef, considered by the world to be the first architect, the high priest of the sun god Ra and Heliopolis. He built the seven pyramids in Egypt and expelixes, poet and philosophy. A recognized genius He diagnosed 200 different diseases They say Hippocrates is the father of medicine With M. Josef lived 2,000 years ahead of him King Soundwall rat, second ruler of Kimmage He was said to have conquered priests But Herodotus, the first ruler To believe in one God was hotel The fourth later known as Akhenaten King, we are the lions They can't wait from spiritual to the physical creation A child's first teacher With infinite appeal, the backbone of our existence Majestic, cool and real like King Candace In 322 B.C., him prince of Ethiopia Who militantly reigned supreme She was recognized as a great general And a you tested her, it might have meant the end of you Like Alexander the Great, uh, he told his army to wait He peeped the style and didn't want to invade i after. Lack of diversity, let me get that to you again, United States Senate, Democrats, and the lack of diversity well we're going to get into that a little bit later. Let me tell you a little bit more about our own voices live. Our own voices live is a radio show that comes to you every Saturday afternoon. We try to get on around one uh, excuse me twelve thirty. We are definitely late today, but thank you all for uh hanging in there with us uh. A little bit about Our Own Voices Live. Our Own Voices Live is a radio show featuring people and stories from our community in Las Vegas, the surrounding area, and someplace near you. America is the greatest country on earth due to its cultural diversity, and not in spite of it. Our mission is to help bridge the culture and ethnic divide in America by working together to build the greatest bridge in history to unite us. Some of the ways we go about doing that is, well, with shows like Our Own Voices Live that was actually taken from Our Own Voices magazine here in the LV in Las Vegas, Nevada. We try to talk about culture, talk about yours, talk about mine and someone else's. That way we all know about each other. That's how we try to do it. So a lot of stuff in the news this week. Uh, President-elect Trump has picked more potential members of his cabinet. Uh, He's made some phone calls, received some phone calls that has called an uproar. Uh, There's been uh, a fire uh, on the East Coast and the West Coast. And if you think fires are getting bigger, they actually are. And uh, we'll talk about that on another show. Uh, A lot of things just going on. Uh, As many of you know, the Walter Scott uh, hearing is underway with A potential deadlock of the jury At least that's the way it was yesterday I think the uh, jurors were sent home To think about it over the weekend And then come back to see if they could render a verdict Now many of you may remember Walter Scott Walter Scott was a person I believe who was in uh, Back in the southeast I believe it was uh, either North Carolina Or excuse me, South Carolina Or it might have been Georgia Someplace back in, in the southeast And it had an altercation with a police officer, had turned and took off running, and you see the police officer get take his time, get in a shooting stand, shoot multiple times as Walter Scott is running away, and kill Mr. Scott. Well, the jurors have not been able, and this officer was charged, so this was not this was not quite the usual. It was a little bit more than the usual because the officer was charged. But the jurors are having difficulty coming up with a verdict. Now, I did say that Walter Scott did have an altercation with the call fronting. Uh, the law enforcement officer took his time to get in a shooting stance, take aim, and fired off multiple shots, killing Walter Scott and the jurors were sent home because they couldn't come up with a verdict. I wanted to mention that to you uh, because I think it's a great lead-in to what we're going to talk about today. And once again, our topic today is the United States uh, Senate Democrats and the lack of diversity. So some might say, well, Rodney, what does one have to do with the other? Well, I'm glad someone out there asked that. <laughs> what it has to do with one another, and it is no joking matter, is the United States Senate only has one chief of staff for all of the United States Senate that happens to be African American. And I say happens to be because it's just one. So maybe – There was an accident or something. I don't know. But there's just one. There are 100 senators, as all of you know, I'm sure, in the United States Senate. They all have chiefs of staff, maybe an assistant, but the chief of staff, the top position in the United States Senate, there is only one chief of staff for those 100 senators. Now, some of you might default, some of you might default and say that that chief of staff, Democratic Party, that there is some Democratic senator out there who has that one chief of staff. Well, just to put everything in perspective, the United States Senate has been called one of the most White clubs in America One of the most exclusive White clubs in America And the way it earned that reputation Is that There are only Two African American in the United States Senate 2016 There are only Two African Americans In the United States Senate And of those two African Americans, 50% of them have a chief of staff. Now, it's only two. So 50% of the two, that means there's only one that has a chief of staff. Two men, and guess what? It's one Democrat, one Republican. Not that much difference between the Democrat and the Republican, son, because each one of them have one. Some people might call it a token because each one of them initially was appointed to that position. So of the two African-American United States senators of them initially were appointed. Into those positions Now since then There's been elections But initially They were appointed And potentially If they had not been appointed Then that means that The two white people Would more than likely Still be there today So to a certain extent Through happenstance We have two African-American United States Senators. Hmm. And of those two, one each, Democratic Party, Republican Party, one African-American and one African-American United States Senator is a Republican. Can you tell me the difference in how The Senate, as far as Democrats and Republicans, are different from one another in this area. Now, this is kind of a rhetorical question because they mirror one another. Each one of them has one African-American United States senator, and each one was appointed initially. I say it's strictly through luck that they're there now. Okay. Not only do we have only two, so that's 2%, 2% of the United States Senate. And somebody says, there's another one out there that I missed. Please let me know who it is. But I look. So that means 2% of the United States Senate is African American. Even if it was 3%, I mean, that would be better, right? But it's still, I mean, we, we, not even in double digits. We're roughly anywhere from, depending on which statistics you look at, twelve to fifteen percent of the United States population. But we have like two to three percent of them in the United States Senate, and the only two I can think of right now is Democrat Senator Cory Booker, Republican Tim Scott. I said earlier that of the two that are in the United States Senate, the two African Americans that are in the United States Senate, only 50% of that has a black chief of staff, which means only 1% of the United States Senate has a African American Chief of staff So There is not one White person In the United States Senate That has A chief of staff That is African American Not one Not Senator Reed Nope Mm-mm. Oh and from the great State of Nevada the great state of Nevada Catherine Cortez Masto Has just named her team And guess what Not one Still Alrighty So the suspense is over I'm trying to do you know like Donald Trump how he keeps having People come in and out Build up a little suspense Do you know How about I ask you this And you can give me a call at area code 347-826-9600, 347-826-9600. Do you know who that one black African-American chief of staff, do you know which office he works in? Take a guess. It's a 50-50 because it's either for United States Senator Cory Booker, Democrat, or United States Senator Tim Scott, Republican. Now, someone queue up the Jeopardy music. Someone queue. And, and this was, I got this from an article from Sean King. Sean King from the New York Daily News. Once again, give us a call, 347 826 9600. 347 826 9600. Because I want to know, does anyone know which United States Senator, and of the hundred, we only have two that's african American that I'm aware of, and of those two, which one has an African-American chief of staff? Which one do you think it is? Is it A, Cory Booker, the Democrat, or B, Tim Scott, the Republican? I'm going to have to put the Jeopardy music in the the, the sound cue. So this is where it should be playing right now. Now, the suspense is killing me. So I'm not really able to, to wait. And I think we have a caller on the line listening. Uh, feel free to uh, chime in and let us know. And for those, again, the number to call in is 347-826-9600. 347 826 zero, zero, and press option one to speak. I think this is important. This is an important story. So some may say, well, Rodney, why do you think this is such an important story? Because simply the fact that we're all Americans, and something doesn't look right when a group is shut out of a lot of things. Now, of course, there's no doubt. But there is a reason why it can happen, too. And is there that much difference between the Republicans and the Democrats? As you move up, I'm not talking about us out here in the streets fighting one another, saying which party is the best and which one does the most. But when it comes to diversity, the Democratic Party has seized the mantle of being the most diverse party. Having the most diverse convention as a matter of fact, that's why they talks about it diversity H- having the first african american Hillary Clinton was running african American you know she came to the community, she went to the churches, she went and ate and said she had a carried a bottle of hot hot sauce wood everywhere she went, and her, carried it in a pocketbook, you know like a system. You know, I don't know if you guys saw the meme of her pouring out a 40 on the corner for the fallen brothers, but, you know, Hillary Clinton, that's that's what she did, showing how connected the Democrats are to the African-American community, the top of the Democratic ticket, so enamored with African-Americans that she even carries a bottle of hot sauce in her pocketbook, like, I guess, all the other sisters. Well, here's the answer. Of the 100 United States senators, where there's only two that are African-American, where we have only one African-American chief of staff in the whole United States Senate, which may end, it's zero. Chief of Staff in the United States Senate that worked for a white senator. Z wrote. Of the two African American senators that we do have, one of them has a African American Chief of Staff. And I asked the question before giving out the number three four seven eight two six nine six zero zero. Which one? I'm venturing. That there was probably, if I had a poll going right now, that the poll would probably show that the majority of people said that it is the Democrat that has the one black chief of staff in all of the United States Senate. Now, we already know that 0% of white senators have an African-American chief of staff. Well, here it is. Zero percent of Democrats have an African-American chief of staff. That means of all of the Democratic senators, all of the Democratic senators, there is zero percent chief of staff, which means There's only two African-American Senators in the United States Senate And I said of those no white Senators had a chief of staff Which means that it has to be One of the two black African-American chiefs of staff In the United States Senate The one chief of staff That is African-American In the United States Senate Is not chief of staff For Cory Booker the One Democratic senator The Democrats When it comes to African-American chiefs of staff shut out, or I should say African-Americans are shut out from being Democratic chiefs of staff in the United States Senate. The one senator, the lone individual in the United States Senate, that one senator that has an African-American chief of staff happens to be, now I'm not against Republicans. One of the reasons why I'm saying this is because African Americans are so attached to the Democratic Party. I was even having a conversation with some folks who I I believe are, you know, they're college educated. Uh, Both of them have worked in the political world. And one of them said, when we were talking about, well, where do we go from here? And the one said, well, we definitely can't vote for the Republicans. And, you know, there's no point in voting for the third party because they're not going to win, which leaves the Democrats. Now, I thought of that, and I said, well, what's different? If that's who we're voting for and that's who we're going to vote for, then how do we get them for us if they know that we're going to get their vote? Now, the gentleman pointed out, he said, well, Rodney, on a conversation we had a long time ago, you said if you wanted to change something, join it and be a part of it. Absolutely right, 100%. That is what I said, and that's what I believe. Well, in general, I still believe that. But there is an exception to every rule. And this is one of those exceptions to Rodney's rule. It has not been to our benefit, as you can see, by the so-called champions of African-Americans, black people, the Democratic Party, that there is only one chief of staff, one that is African-American in the whole United States Senate, And zero, zero chief of staff, African-American, that works for a Democratic Senate. And this is our champion. How on earth did this happen? And how does the United States Senate go about thumping its chest as the champions of diversity and of African Americans in this community, so much so that they expect our vote, don't even go out to get the vote, but yet they have zero chiefs of staff that are African American. And in the entire United States Senate, there are only two African American chiefs of staff, and zero belong to the Democrats. It is the Republican, the black Republican. Ladies and gentlemen, that cause you to go, hmm, and maybe say a few other choice words. Well, as you know, the show is co-hosted with Angela Thomas, and she is on, on deck. Welcome to the show, Angela.
0: Hey, hey, hey. What's going on, Rodney? What's going on, world? Whoa. What a what a loaded question. A lot going on. So where are we in the discussion?
1: I heard you. Well, I've just, I, we've gone over some news. And we got into the topic of the show today, the United States Senate Democrats and the lack of diversity. And what I've um, tried to hold him in suspense for a little bit on what the, how much the diversity was and where the diversity was. And what I did was I posed a question of the one chief of staff for a United States senator, where did he work? And it is not for a Democrat. There are only two that I know of, African-American senators in the United States Senate, Cory Booker, a Democrat, I believe from New Jersey, from New Jersey, and Tim Scott, a Republican from South Carolina. And I also pointed out that both of these individuals initially were appointed. So it almost is by happenstance that we have Two African American United States Senators And of the two Only one of them has an African American Chief of Staff Which means There's only one African American Chief of Staff in the entire United States Senate and then I shared With them which Senator that was That has that one African American Chief of Staff which is Not the Democrat Cory Booker It mm. is the Republican from
0: the
1: South. Not, storm. And that is where I left it when you came in.
0: Well what a uh, what a hand we've been dealt, uh, we the American people. Uh especially African Americans at this time. Um We're going to have to really, really decide what's important for us, uh, not as individuals, but as a community at this point in time, and um, get work steadfast because uh, the Trump campaign has regrouped, rebooted, and they're already campaigning for 2018 while we are still reeling from the decision of election night. So we've got to snap out of it quick and, and, and get the stepping.
1: Well, in, in snapping out of it, don't we have to face some reality, though?
0: That's and the very first step in uh, snapping out of it, as far as I'm concerned, uh, is dealing the world that we're in and not in the world as if we – as uh, in, as if we'd like it to be, honestly. And look at L- and look at this, Go what's going on in this country from our lens. Really look at it and be honest in our um, reporting of the accounts who's friend, who's foe, and at this point, you know, we got to stop even putting it in such personal context. Uh, Because for me, that has been one of the uh, shortcomings of the African-American community and of the African-American community uh, as the Democratic Party is concerned we're too concerned with who is our friend I don't care whether you like me or not I care how you treat me whether i am getting a getting what i deserve as it pertains to the constitution Are we? No, of course we're not. (laughs) Okay. Of course we're not. So knowing
1: that, I guess one of the reasons for doing the show today is I just want, first of all, I want to make sure that everyone that I know had the opportunity to receive this information. Because I don't know if everybody... Receive this I'm not sure if they're, they are Aware of this And I think it's important That they are aware Of this So that we can make You know add this Into our thought processes As we're making our decisions On Who we give our vote to and
0: We are the maybe, only and, 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 and you know Be very clear who we are in this picture. We African Americans are the only American voting bloc that that vote that even vote as a block. We need to be very clear on our strengths and our our weaknesses.
1: So how would you categorize this strength or weakness?
0: if we keep voting without strategy without analytical um deep deep analysis of where we are on the board cuz this is chess not checkers if we keep we doing that it's going to be a weakness is going to be a, 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 the 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 for real thing that brings us down. But if we come together, because that white lash the country is experiencing, they did that thing, stealth, quiet, real bad boys move in silence. We're seeing that in full effect right now, right?
1: So when we talk about a white lash, break that down. For the folks out there to understand what you mean when you say white, black. What
0: I mean is that you never saw the bullet coming, but you've been shot in the heart, right? That's what we're living with right now. We are wounded. Everybody trying to figure out, even even their peers are trying to figure out how that happened.
1: Well, who shot us, though?
0: A... well, you know what, Rodney, as I listen to as I think about the community that we're told came out in number in record numbers and cha- did something that that has never really happened in our political system um the things that they say they want, they, the reasoning behind this is not that they, you know, think that it is, you know, uh, make America white again, make America, you know, take it back to to when to our dominance. They simply want a way to take care of their family. An area that has been blighted for so long, we just have become so numb to their plan. they have become so muted and, and the the rest of America have become so uh numb to their uh, their pain that we just referred to the area as the rust belt. This is rusty over there. Like we we behave our behavior towards our fellow Americans is that you know that ain't nothing over there but rusty buildings, deterioration. There's human beings over in that area, and they needed help. And you know, it 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 reminds me as a uh, person from an urban area that has long been blighted. What are you supposed to do? So you know, I'm not necessarily for the us against them. I'm simply for the me too.
1: Well, so when it comes to us being shot, was it us that shot ourselves in the foot? Was it the Democrat? Was it the Republican? Was it a subgroup of the Republican? Term has been thrown around. Quite a bit lately about the supposed Alt-right uh, Excuse me, alt-right And there's been a lot Of talk about the white Supremacists who Supported Donald Trump or The alt-right people that Supported Donald Trump Well just for this conversation Let me be clear to everyone I will no longer differentiate Between alt-right and white Supremacists There is no difference White
0: It's just marketing, just an updated title for the Times, right?
1: Now, I am not one that says that Donald Trump is supported any more by white supremacists than any other candidate. I know that the news media, and predominantly CNN and MSNBC, I know that's what they're, they're reporting. But are they reporting news? Or is that opinion? And I think it's a very... And we're going to do a show. Matter of fact, I think next week's show is going to talk about the the, the role that news media plays. Are they reporting news? And that might be how we I bring the show up. Are they reporting news or are they making news? And in this case, is it really? I mean, I remember when anybody remember the TV the a political ad for Willie Horton. Um, no. And, and if you, and if you don't remember that, that was supposedly a racist ad. Willie Horton, African American male, been in prison, let out, went and committed a heinous act against a white person, and Willie Horton was used in the. It was the Republicans who used this commercial. Basically, it was sort of dog whistle saying that, you know, you got these black-loving people so much that they would let uh, a, a black criminal, male criminal out and would wreak havoc in the white community, and there's a weakness on crime, and we need to get a hmm. new sheriff in town. Did I say Sheriff David Clark? I mean, but we need to get a new sheriff in town <laughs> and clean this up. Now, that at, at the time, that was considered a very – Racist commercial. Now, and, and and maybe so. I I believe it definitely was calling to uh, the darker angels. No, I guess those wouldn't be angels; those would be demons in us. Well, that commercial has been recycled. In other words, it's not just it, it, you know it's no longer Willie Horton because no one remembers Willie Horton. That when I was a young man. Uh, obviously not as young now. Still a young man, but not as young. So people don't remember Willie Horton, but I do. So when I see TV ad that basically takes another black person and name and puts it in the place of Willie Horton, and shows the same the same revolving gate of people, black people going in jail, coming out and committing crime. Now we know everyone does that, and there's no one president. But that is how it's framed. So because of that, we have this assumption that white people are racist, but it's not just white people who recycle the Willie, the Willie Horton ad. Believe it or not, Democrats, even do the Willie Horton ad, they just don't change the person out. So mm-hmm. I guess my, my, my point is when we say that Republicans, or we make a, assertion or the news media make assertions That racism is running Rampant now that President-elect Trump is In office or that Will be in office or that he ran A racist campaign and we've never Seen anything like it before I say hold up Wait a minute I'm old enough And was cognizant enough at the time And still have enough Memory to recall When Parties whether it's Democrat or Republican, have run ads that were racist to get the support of people who may have been racist. So the Republicans do not own racism in America. They do not own racism in politics. They do, they're not the only ones to get supporters who believe in white supremacy or racism. And here's the other part. Up. Of relevance today And why we're doing the show today The United States Senate Some call the most Exclusive White club in America Only had Two African American senators And of those two African American senators Both of them were originally Appointed into those Senate seats And only one of them Has A chief of staff working for them That's African American Of all the United States Senators And that one United States Senator That has that one chief of staff For all of the United States Senate. That one chief of staff For all of the two Black United States Senators Happens to be The Republican Tim Scott From South Carolina If we look at that Would we still conclude That racism, biases, white supremacy Would we still conclude that that is the sole domain of the Republican Party? And conversely, would we still conclude that the Democratic Party Are the arbiters and are the champions of diversity When it comes to African Americans in politics, and specifically in the United States Senate? That's a question for all of you to answer for yourself. 347-826-9600, 347-826-9600. Six, six, zero, zero, six, if you all would like to chime in on this, I would love to hear your thoughts on it because to me it is, if I, if I did not come from the past that I come from, I would be shocked right now, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. Not, and it's too bad that I'm not, because I want to be, but I'm not. Three four seven eight two six nine six zero zero. Press option one to talk. I would love to hear from you all out there. Now, this article that I, and I cited it on the uh, event page was written by Sean King, Daily News reporter Sean King, and he interviewed. A staffer. And I want to quote you what the staffer is quoted in Sean King's article from the New York Daily News, a paper I used to deliver as a boy. And it goes as follows When it comes to the United States Senate and diversity, The quote is, this is from a staffer for one of our senators, they are so phony. Every time I hear any of the Democratic senators, including my own boss, talk about diversity, I cringe because it's all one big lie. Every time I hear any of the Democratic senators, including my own boss, talk about diversity, I cringe because it's all one big lie. And the way that they go into it, they say, well, let's just look at the numbers. It could be happenstance. Now, sometimes happenstance, (laughs) though, happens because you have taken a stand. Now, it may not be publicly known. And sometimes maybe you don't even consciously know it. But a stance was made. And it is obvious what this stance is. There is only one chief of staff for the United States Senate. That is African American. Call it like you see it. Not for me to say, but I'd love to hear what you have to say. Three four seven eight two six nine six zero zero three four 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 fo And sometimes maybe you don't even consciously know it, but a stance was made, and it is obvious what this stance is. There is only one chief of staff for the United States Senate. That is African American. Call it like you see it. Not for me to say, but I'd love to hear what you have to say. Two four seven eight two six nine six zero zero two four seven eight two six ninety six hundred. Press option one to let us know you'd like to talk. I see you're listening, um, Angela. This up until this week, did you know that?
0: Um, actually, I did. Uh, on in terms of uh, in terms of the term diversity, I have been a entrepreneur most of my professional career. So you know, I have had the Um, Opportunity to see diversity, you know, their version of diversity up front, you know, instead of diversity was initially brought up to increase African-American numbers in all sectors of American life, Um, banking, real estate, whatever, corporate, whatever but what it ended up being uh used as uh, as a a tool to increase white female numbers in all sectors of life and especially business so you know not surprising
1: well i have to admit I was not surprised that it could be, but mm-hmm. I was still struck by the fact that it is. You know, there's a lot of things that I know are possible and have been, but when you could actually see it, experience it, know it, feel it, I'll admit it does,
0: uh, it's it
1: does have a certain yeah, there's, there's, there's something stands. about that. And therefore, I hear them saying that the reason why Hillary Clinton lost was because of black people. And I said, mm. there's no group in this country that votes as a block for Democrat like African Americans. And this election was no different. As a matter of fact,
0: absolutely, our numbers, numbers continue to rise. As far as the count is concerned, it's very there's a very thin margin between her and Barack Obama's 2012 numbers right now.
1: Well,
0: as, as far as African Americans are concerned,
1: see, I just think we have to look at the facts, and those are the facts. When you look at the United States Senate and who runs the office—the people that that are in power. The numbers for African American is one percent of the whole United States Senate. There's a chief of staff that's African American, and this is easy math, easy fractions and percentages, everyone, because there's. <laughs> 50 states two senators per state that's 100 and only one senator has a african-american chief of staff that's it Hmm. now why don't we go does it make a difference to you all and and that's that's a uh, that's an important question i don't care who you are what party affiliation you are what we're american or at least we say we're american does it make a difference to you that a large segment of your population is underrepresented
0: i you know my 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 um point in 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 the last thing that i said is this we have long known we as in african americans as far as the term and the the um legislative execution of diversity we have long known that diversity they had found a way to still exclude us under diversity um so now it's imperative that we, African Americans, be very specific in our ask and be very specific in the language once, you know, this all shakes out legislatively Um uh, We have to be very specific to, um, say, African-American. How many African-Americans? How inclusive is your organization as far as African-American numbers are concerned?
1: And and don't African-Americans also have to... Uh, Sort of practice what they preach I mean let's keep in mind We have two African American United States Senators And only one Has an African American Chief of Staff Now sometimes When African Americans I don't know about other groups I can talk specifically about African Americans When they get into positions Of power and decision making They try very hard to be fair, and sometimes some would say almost bend over backwards, just about break their back to show that uh, we're making sure that we just do this like everyone else and that we have no biases. And I understand that in in sort of theory, right? I understand it in principle. Mm Mm-hmm. But if we don't hire our own, and they're not hiring us, then that would mean that we're not being hired. So then what would be one of the points, not the point, but what would be one of the points in in us or any group, but now we're talking specifically African-Americans, ascending in America if we do nothing different From those who have
0: Historically been in in power
1: Yes What's the point As a matter of fact Wouldn't that sort of empower others uh, To do nothing for us Uh, President Barack Obama Who I believe falsely Is accused of not doing anything For African Americans And that's often used In rhetoric by others As if to say if your own dude, I'm paraphrasing,
0: but if your own dude,
1: your own guy, one of your own didn't do it, why are you complaining when I don't do it? Hmm. And does that make sense to you all that's listening out there on how how that might work and how it can be detrimental to us? It is, it is an issue, and it's an issue that we should take as a country, a people, Americans, I think we should take a little more seriously than maybe we do because it does have impact. You know, that when you look uh, back in history, and some people didn't, some black people had problems with black people working in the White House in uh, – Positions as the butler Matter of fact We we had a movie about it That it was mixed reactions to In the black community And because they said Ah well he's just a servant But One of the comments that One of the folks made as I recall Was that his presence In other words just the fact That he was there Made a difference he was there he had to be seen he had to be addressed Uh, could not be ignored in other words people learned from him that some of the stereotypes of African Americans were wrong this was just about him going about his his daily duties. hmm Uh, Sometimes the president Might even ask them a thing or two Because hey this is a black dude Working here he's he's my guy So to speak So let me see you know such and such is going on What, What are you thinking about it What are you hearing about it If that butler that black butler Would not have been there That perspective from the question Could not have been addressed Nor could the excellence That they all in doing their duty could not have been seen and helped sway in some small way, maybe big ways in other cases, the opinions and thoughts of African Americans by the people in the most powerful office in the land. So all, what I'm saying is it does make a difference because there is a perspective that may never be given may never be seen or heard simply because they're not there. The Democrats are doing their autopsy. I hope they don't botch the autopsy. You know, it's a crime mm-hmm. to violate a cadaver. It is a crime to desecrate the body of a, of a deceased human. Mm-hmm. As they're doing this autopsy, I hope it is an autopsy and not a desecration, and a part of that desecration would be, one, to accuse black people for their laws and not look internally at their own practices. You know that saying, clean up your own front door? Right. Clean your own house, clean your own backyard, mow your own grass, takes on a whole bunch of fans? Maybe the Democrat instead of pointing the finger at the Republican, for the so-called white supremacists that back Donald Trump, need to look, as Ross Perot said, at the three fingers pointing back at them. Or <laughs> well, for those people who read the Bible, before you go to point out the speck in my eye, why don't you address the plank that's sticking out of your eye? Now, black people, this is a call to action for you. You know, we say we have power. I say it's potential power and tell us you. I'm not saying that when the next uh, opening for Chief of Staff in United States Senate should pick any black person that's out there and say, "Look, we have diversity." No, that would be a disservice to the office. It would be a disservice to that black person that you chose that's underqualified, and it would be a disservice to the qualified person that you overlooked because it was a knee jerk reaction. What I'm su- suggesting today, the call to action from our own voices live, is that as African Americans, we need to position ourselves, articulate what that position is, and to a certain extent, draw a line in the sand. I don't mean the one like President Obama did for <laughs> Syria. I'm talking about if you want our vote, if you want our vote, here is a list of things that we need to see. As the Democrats are discussing what went wrong, let's point this out to them. Can you... I know some people saying, well, they know what they're doing. Maybe. Maybe not. Consciously, they may know, but subconsciously, they may not. They may be just as biased and racist as any of the so-called Republicans that they say are biased and racist, but because right. they're sort of pointing the finger at the, Democrat, the Republicans, we're thinking it's a Republican. But like Ross Grohl said, they're pointing back. Let's look at those three fingers pointing back because maybe they are de- deflecting. So that we look at the Republicans But don't look at them And their numbers speak for themselves There is zero African American Chief of staff In the United States Senate To the Democratic Party Zero And there is Zero percentage Of white senators That have An African American chief of staff Zero percentage
0: Zero of Democratic Goofy.
1: senators that are wow. white, that have an African-American chief of staff. That is the number. There is no refuting. That is that is the fact of the matter.
0: We, what about the Congressional Black Caucus?
1: What about them? I, that, what about them? They're they're in the House of Representatives. In the United States Senate, of those, you know, each state gets two senators. Yeah. There's 50 states. That's 100 states. senators. Of those 100 senators, I'm
0: just trying to include. I'm I'm like wow, zero. Zero of all the African Americans that I could think of, you know, being there, having worked in the White House over all this time, and their answer is zero? Zero. All African Americans they have to work with. When you turn zero. on C-SPAN, you see a lot of black people at zero. work. And you you still got a, a goose egg for me, huh? Zero. There There's zero,
1: they're, they're zero <sighs> white senators that have an African American chief of staff, There are zero Democrats, not just zero percentage, zero.
0: I realize the Congressional Black Caucus, that House of Representatives, but you would think that this would be something that we say something, you know, see something, say something, right? Mm -hmm. Zero? Mm -hmm. Zero. All the black girl magic floating around that place right now. And and they got zero. All the black zero. male excellence at work. Zero. And and they got ze- they got nothing.
1: Zero. It's just uh, okay. no other. It it is what it is. It is zero. Where is well, Dan Jones on this? Zero. Now, I see the brothers talking about DAPA, and rightfully so. That's, that's the, uh, the uh, pipeline at Standing Rock. Right. And it's, it's in the news because it's something that looks like the American government is overstepping their bounds and not appearing to treaties and the wishes and needs of a people. Right. Uh, various opinions abound on this. But I see it on the news, and I see Van Jones talking about it. I see people right here from Nevada going to the Dakotas, and it's cold as you know what there.
0: Man, did you see that wind?
1: Wow. And did you see that they're spraying water cannon to make the conditions worse?
0: Yeah, Uh, it's it's just sad.
1: It's It's a bad thing. It is a bad thing. But African-Americans has some bad things going on too. Yeah. And why where is the people coming to Congress talking about it? For that matter, we know that it was the turnout in Clark County that elected Catherine Cortez Masto to the United States Senate. We know Brian. that. We also know that the largest percentage of Democrats are in Clark County. We also know that the largest percentage of African Americans in Nevada are in Clark County. We also know that the majority of black people in Clark County voted for Catherine Cortez Mastos. We know this. She took Sen- Senator Harry Reid's Senate seat, beat Joe Heck, might even have been considered an underdog. But her chief of staff that she just appointed is not African American. I'm not even sure she has an African American on her team. I'd like to think that she does, but I believe she does not. So we, we have an opportunity to write this shit that I believe is tilted. And that is to state emphatically that we expect a change. And before next election in 2018, if there is a chief of staff that's retiring, moving on to greener pastures, whatever the case, there's a vacancy. Let's throw the gauntlet down now. Draw the line in the sand now and tell the Democratic Party, demand the Democratic Party. because that's our, that's the black party, right? That's supposed Mm -hmm. to be for black people,
0: African-Americans? According to the numbers, according to the numbers. We're just reporting on the the numbers.
1: (laughs) If that is the case, here is another moment, another opportunity for us to state our needs and demand that our so called party. Because if not, then let's acknowledge that the Democratic Party may be our party, but that the Democratic Party doesn't treat us like we're their people. Hmm. And move on from there.
0: Put that where you need it, folks.
1: Well, and that's about all I all I have.
0: That's all you got. The
1: numbers don't change. It's, it's zero.
0: Zero. Zero. I mean, you've been to D.C. I've been to D.C. I've even been in the chambers and watched some bills go through. It's a lot of African Americans working hard there every day. And they got zero? Zero. Mm. Wow. Wow.
1: No way to clean it up. That's what it is.
0: And, you know, for those that say let's not keep score, we're not keeping score, uh, others are keeping score. And and they're um, putting their list together, checking it twice. And when something is in the checked off category for them, they check it off. And when it's not, they do what they need to do to check it off. I I you know I, I hear you. Maybe we done for the day, but we definitely got more to talk about. Uh we definitely got a whole lot to get done. I'm done talking. I'm done. I you know, I we we meet up here every week and it's nice. And it would be even nicer to have more people join into this conversation. Uh as long as you and I have been doing this this program. Um, But I want to hear from folks to hear about different things that they are doing in their community. Uh, For those of you who follow me on Facebook, you may have noticed my absence. I elected a couple of weeks ago to take a bit of a social media uh, break. Uh, All of the noise has just gotten way too, too loud for me, and I just wanted to get back to some of the fundamentals for me. Social media is not, it was not a fundamental for me. Uh, so I have exited Facebook uh, working on, you know, deciding some of the others that I'm on with what I'm going to do there as far as my um, entrepreneurial things are concerned. But um, we got to get off Facebook and get into Some of these places where decisions are being made on our lives without our voice. This week, a military came into South Dakota, and this this warmed my heart, and they, as individuals, stood with the Native American brethren and sisters and stood in front of them to to protect them from the things that they are having to suffer through in order to stand for something and say enough is enough. If the brothers in arms who, who have sworn to, you know, protect our country could stand up, and I'm not saying we all have to go to the Dakotas, but there are other things um, send some water Send some food Send something um, There are things in our own communities That we need to be v- More villi- uh, vigilant over And then maybe We won't have to say In our evening news broadcast Boy Donald Trump Or other You know Others like him Are making America great again, because you are doing what you need to do to make America and American life the best it could be.
1: You know, we we have a role, we have a responsibility to play, and if you won't stand up for yourself, then really the, the number of people who will stand up for you will quickly begin to dwindle. And then when we say that what others are not doing for us, it really does come down to what are you willing to do for yourself. And this is something that we have the power to do, potential power, and we need to exercise it to realize that power. Otherwise, you know, you really should ask yourself the question of what's the point. What is your relevancy in this? what role do you play in your own oppression? And if Hmm. you're going to oppress yourself, then, of course, other people will be emboldened to ignore you, as well as, if they happen to oppress you, ignore that as well. So it it comes down to where are we in this equation? Uh, this This is the Democratic Party. And I keep highlighting the Democratic Party because, again, I go back to the conversation that I had with two learned individuals earlier in the week when they were talking about how we need to make things better. And one said, well, we, can, we, can, we just are not able to vote. He said, can't. Vote for the Republicans because you know how they are. And there's no point in voting for a third party because they can't win. And that says, oh, so we're putting our eggs back in the same basket where they've been getting cracked upside the head and shot dead in the streets. Remember, I started out the show talking about Walter Scott. I believe mm-hmm. Walter Scott was in South Carolina. Somebody, somebody send me a message and, and confirm that. I believe mm-hmm. Walter Scott was in South Carolina. Traffic stopped. Altercation with law enforcement. Took off running. Police officer took the time to assume a shooting posture, took aim and shot multiple times, hitting Walter Scott and killing him on scene. That's the fact of the matter. It is in the jury's hands now, and I believe they've been sent home for the weekend because they could not come up with a verdict. You see, we're talking about laws, and laws are important, but laws do not necessarily change a person's mind. Actions do.
0: Charleston, South Carolina.
1: Charleston, South uh, Carolina.
0: And you and we, the jury Charleston, South and, Carolina. Yeah. The jury um you know, was sent home this weekend. They said an article in the um New York Times says that they're within a single vote of convicting a white police officer in a fatal shooting of an unarmed black man.
1: And but They got sent home because they couldn't come up with a decision. The guy was running away. Now, now if we sort of superimpose this over North Carolina, just my home state, you know, they border one another, used to be just Carolina. There was a, a man sitting in his car, minding his own business, the police officers approach him. They say he has a gun in a holster on his ankle.
0: And the What's New the York Times, say? yeah, the New York Times says they did not declare a mistrial. They're sort of they're sort of on the fence about declaring no, it's uh, not a, a mistrial. mistrial. Yeah, oh. it's not a
1: mistrial yet. They're. Basically, it's it's a potential hung jury or mistrial.
0: It's a potential trial. one, yeah. But the
1: judge has given them instructions to you know take another look at it. Um, you know, you, you're the best
0: that you can Try be. Try again. Uh, yeah, but, give and it this another is another good a, shot. This is such a, a testimony in how imp what an important role you play in showing up for jury duty. One person. One person. One person's dissenting voice is making a difference and making the New York Times. Not that making the Times is the point, but my 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 point is one person showing up to do their civic duty.
1: Oh, and on top of that, not to get too far away from the topic, but on top of that, sure. in order for you to sit on a jury in some places, you also have to be a registered voter.
0: Registered voter.
1: So if you don't vote because you're protesting or whatever the heck, that means that you're taking away from the opportunity for folks to have true representation and jurors of their peers. So we need to take that into consideration too. We have to be a part. I know there's a large contention of people that says this, this system was corrupt, it was racist, From its inception And it's still corrupt and racist to this day And you will not hear me say You are telling a falsehood I do not disagree But it is The system that we have And we are subject to this system Just like the United States Senate It's not going anyplace But what needs to change Is It needs to stop Having the moniker of the most exclusive white clubs in America. Now, it shouldn't take pressure by anyone for this to happen. It should just happen. But this proves to a certain extent, or at least it showcases, that they need help, and this country needs help moving past its racial and biased past. And the one that really needs to do the pushing is we're gonna. We African Americans are going to have to do our part. Now we know that we may not be able to do this on our own, but there are sympathetic white people, or there's just white people who believe in what's right. They're out there, and if you think they've never been there, think about John Brown, because. Uh, People seem to know about John Brown. Don't know about a bunch of others, but you know about John Brown. John Brown was not a black man. So as you're talking about whites, yes, white people, there's good white people. There's white people out there who want to do the right thing. Let's not lump them all in the one negative pile like what's often done to us. Doing to others what they do to us is not the way to defeat this. It's not So in North Carolina We see The police Shoot someone Uh, Tamir Rice The cop I believe Either it's a hung jury or the cop got off You know these things are happening all over Because it is a part of This country It's a part of the people Well since if we're seeing it What is that you said answer See it Tell someone. Say
0: something.
1: Yeah, we and we need to say something. We can see this right now. One percent of white. Well, one percent of white. No, one percent of all senators have an African American chief of staff. Zero percent, and zero in actual numbers of Democrats, including the one. I believe one black Democratic senator that we have, 0% have an African-American chief of staff. This is important. Having those people near you and around you does make a difference. Uh, please go to Our Own Voices Live on Facebook. Like the page. Um, look for this event. Share in this what you think about the show. Share in it what you think about the topic. And what is it that you think would know, which is even better, that we have to do to change this yep. And tell us what you're willing to do To change this I say that we, we And I'm an African American man So I'm including myself We need to go to our Congressional black caucus Our safe black caucus So that they are supposed to represent us So that they will speak up on this And not let this die. I'm doing my part because I'm here sharing this with you right now. Now, this is not all that I'm willing to I'm willing to do more. But at least I'm trying to get the word out to you all so that we can mobilize. Because if not, if we're not there, how can we have an impact? They need to True see us. They need to hear us. Angela, do you yep. have anything else for us? Uh, you
0: know, just something in what you said a moment ago brought me back to our time with Dr. Dorothy Hyatt, who is now receiving, post, post, post-mortem, post her United States stamp. But it brings me back to something she looked me in my eyes and said when I asked her. Um, what I asked her, and I'm paraphrasing, I asked her what 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 do you think we could do she and she she um about some of the difficulties that african americans are facing right now and she looked me in my eyes and she said you know i don't know if you guys could do what we had to do i i i simply don't have the belief that you guys are willing to sacrifice as as we had to I don't know if you guys are prepared to sacrifice everything for the folks that you don't you won't even know you may not live to see put your life on the line in some cases for folks that are coming behind you that are going to need opportunity, a brighter day, a way forward. I don't know if you guys are able to sacrifice like we, we did. I will never forget that and it stuck with me all this time and um, when I saw that she was getting her she's being celebrated by this nation with a with a postal stamp. it what you said, Rodney, and and just seeing the news this week that she's getting a postal stamp and you know everybody please go out and and support that stamp. We all got you know in this season of uh holiday season, we all got Christmas cards to get out. I hope you remember to get that Dorothy Hyatt stamp. But Uh, That's what I say in my closing. I would love to be able to prove her wrong to uh, ensure her spirit that that we can carry the torch, do what we need to do.
1: Well, folks, there you have it. Say it's it's an opportunity. Let's seize the moment and bring that opportunity to Well, you've been listening to another episode of Our Own Voices Live. The topic today was United States Senate, Democrats, and the lack of diversity. And we uh, spoke from an article by Sean King of the New York Daily News, where he spoke to a staffer and pointed out the lack of diversity in in the Senate. And a quote was, They are so phony Every time I hear Any of the Democratic Senators Including my own boss Talk about diversity I cringe Because it's all one big lie That was the motivation of our show today Again, go to Our Own Voices Live On Facebook Like the page Leave us a comment about what you thought of the show what you think should be done, and what you're going to do. We'd love to hear from you. You can also find us at Our Own Voices on Twitter, uh, Our Own Voices on Google+, Plus, Our Own Voices on YouTube. Pretty much type in Our Own Voices, just those three words, Our Own Voices, and find us. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love for you to friend our page, friend our show, uh, friend us, and, and let's continue the conversation uh, throughout the week. And One of our upcoming shows we're going to talk about The media and the role That they are playing In the divisions in this country And are they making the news Or are they reporting the news So Hope you all will have a Safe week uh, Remember December 7th Is this coming week And it is a day That was said would live in infamy Do you know the significance Of December 7th Coming up this week Let's see if it truly has lived Angela That's all I have
0: Alright well That's it That's our comments from the peanut gallery And we're going to take it Back on the airwaves Next Saturday And we'll see you then
1: all right. Bye-bye, everyone. Talk to you on the flip side to Angela.
0: Later.